welcome or welcome back to the Variety Pack Podcast. I am your host, Rashad, and today I will be continuing my Gara of the Sand series. This is part three, where I will be talking about the Kaze Kage Rescue Arc, one of my favorite arcs in all of Naruto Shippuden. So without further ado, let's start the show. Kage rescue arc but let me go back to my other you know back to part two of my Gara of the Sand series at the end of the battle with Naruto Uzumaki like I said Gara was able to see his point of view was changed dramatically because he saw oh yeah you're you're just like me you have the Jachuriki of the nine tails and I have the Jinchuriki and I'm the Jinchuriki of the one tail. So yeah. See the only difference with Gar was like we all know he didn't have no, no support system. See Naruto was able to have a support system that Gara didn't have. So but but Gara after the battle seeing that okay Naruto is just like me but his circumstance was able to change he wasn't he didn't stay that way he changed so Gara seeing that and seeing uh, Naruto's influence and talking to him that influenced Gara to shoot for a better a better life a better goal a be- better circumstances so he after that battle he was like he was talking to Konkuro if you guys remember like man I want to be you know I'm shooting for the Kaze Kage of the sand that's my goal you know and we see Konkuro him like just saying man the people don't trust you the people don't you know they don't want you around they still got resentment for what you did years ago they don't trust you yada 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 you know just you know so Gar was like, man, he's like, I know. He's like, I know what I did. I know what I did. I know I was, you know, I was in the wrong. I know I messed up. I, you know, I know I fumbled or dropped the ball. So he's willing to, you know, try to do his part in healing the village as, okay, I'm going to become Kaze Kage and I know I have to work. I have to redeem myself. I have to redeem myself. And he was like, I'm going to become Kazekage so I can do just that. And you fast forward to the Kazekage rescue arc at the start of Naruto Shippuden. And as we know, the Akatsuki 
is on the move to get all of the tail beast and Gara is definitely in their crosshairs. He is definitely in their crosshairs because he's the host of the one tail Chicago. So Gara's definitely, definitely on the hit list. So we see Datara flying over the sand village on this big behind bird, the big behind explo explosive bird, I may add. He's flying over the sand village on this big bird while he's dropping smaller explosives on onto the village buildings and village people. So Gara sees this and he quickly springs into action and he confronts, you know, Datara, like, who are you? Da -da 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 -da. And it's like, yeah, I'm coming to, you know, I'm coming to get this one tail Shikaku. And then they start, you know, they start throwing blows. And, you know, Gara, he quickly goes into defense mode, protecting the people from Datara's blast. That's his first priority. He's just protecting the people's shield and, you know, from Datara's blast. And he happened to catch Datara, and he's actually able to crush Datara's arm, you know. But him and Datara, you know, Datara's like, okay, you got my arm, so I'm gonna drop this, I'm gonna drop something bigger to what you're gonna do. Because from when I first came in the village, I just was, you know, flying by dropping little, little stuff. So now I'm gonna up the ante and drop something way bigger to where you have to make a choice you have to make a choice of protect the people and or they all die or protect the people and leave yourself open and vulnerable so when you look at it and examine it Garl was fighting with one hand behind his back so to speak because he had to protect the people. He had to. That was his duty as the as the Kage. He had to. And my biggest gripe with this, as a fan looking on, if I remember correctly, if my memory if my memory serves me, I remember Conqueror being there on the scene watching Gara fight. I, I, now, if I remember. I don't think Tamari was there. I think she was out of the village on business or whatever the case may be. But I know Conqueror was there, man. And the other, you know, Sand Village Jonies and higher-ups and officials was there. And I'm like, okay, y'all see Gara, he's, you know, he's fighting in the air, you know, using his sand. And I think it's so cool that he can fight in the air using his sand as a, you know, as a a stone or stepping stone that he could just use it and oh man he could just oh i think that's so cool but um he was fighting in the air against this guy who has you know he could he could sit on he could make birds he could fly around or whatever so he can you know so gara had to go up there and i'm just like conqueror why are you guys just up there looking and watching like I know he's the strongest guy in the village. He's the he's the Kage, but that's your brother, man. Like, why ain't you up there trying to help? Like, we know, and the fans know, one-on-one, -on -one, 
Datara versus Conqueror. Conqueror's losing. He might get killed off the rip, man. But I'm like, if it's me and my brother, even though I'm weaker than my brother, I would think two against one would be a better odds of somebody, you and a couple of, you and another Joni, and y'all coming like, try to, you know, even if it's one, you know, it was one-on-one, but I'm like, man. And like, you know, they have faith that man, Gara, he's the, he's the, um, he's the Kage now, he's strong enough. And, um, but man, I was just like, dude, try to go and, you know what I'm saying, assist him a little bit, man. Cause man, I just like, man, I feel like it could have, if Conqueror would have did something, man, if he would have did something more, I feel like it could, it could have changed the ties of the battle a little bit to where Gara, you know what I'm saying? He would have, you know, would have chased Data out of the village or he would have, you know what I'm saying? He probably would have lost, but he probably would have not been able to get Shikaku or whatever or something. I just think the circumstances could have been different if Conqueror would have tried to assist his brother a little bit more, man. I just think so, but, um, yeah. And so... Gar was at a disadvantage, like I said before, because you know, Datara he was coming out with his with his last resort attack. Just you know, he was coming out with a big, with a big, you know, with a big one this time. So Gara had to you know make a choice to I'm going to use my big shield to protect everybody and leave myself vulnerable, and um, or I'm going to protect myself and leave my village vulnerable where he can wipe out everybody, my buildings, everybody, man. And Datara, he was able, now this is clever on Datara's part. I don't remember the exact, but he was able to sneak some explosives into Gara's personal sand supply without Gara's knowledge beforehand. So it literally caught Gara off guard to where, you know, he was caught off guard with that. So he was caught off guard. And the last thing he was able to do was he protected everyone with the huge with the humongous shield. And with him being caught off guard, he wasn't able to use the big shield to protect himself and the villagers at the same time so he used all his you know all his sand to make the final shield so data couldn't just just obliterate the village as a whole and he was you know and that's how data was able to catch gara that's how data even with you know gara crushing his arm he was able to still catch gara you know, he was able to still apprehend Gara. So I'm just like, man, I, I just I just ponder back now. It's like, man, if Conqueror could have did more or whatever, man. But I understand the writers, Masashi Kishimoto, him wanting to let Gara have a one-on-one battle with him being the, the Kage. So I can understand that dynamic as well. This is a one-on-one battle between these two guys. So I can understand that dynamic of like maybe why Masashi Kishimoto he didn't want to have you know Conqueror interfere or other the other Jonies interfere. So I can definitely understand that. So 
Gara is taken back to the hideout, the Akatsuki lair, the Akatsuki hideout, and Shikaku is extracted. He, 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 Shikaku is definitely extracted, and when I saw that, I was just like, dude, oh my goodness, oh my god, because I was like, dude, he was, you know, when I was first watching, I was like, yeah, he, I was like, dude, I was just starting to really get, you know what I'm saying, seeing the story a little bit, I was like, man, I'm starting to really, really, you know, get, get, take a liking to him, and damn, he's, you know what I'm saying, he, he got Shikaku extracted, and as they say, when you have a tail beast, and it's extracted from you, you're, you're, you're dead almost instantly, like, so it's no, unless, you are a Uzumaki who has massive chakra reserves. You can have a chance to be, to, you know, to stay alive longer than the average shinobi based on your immense chakra reserves. You know, saying when, um, when Kushina got, you know, the nine tails extracted from her. So... That's how, but Gara, him not him not being a Uzumaki, so that that doesn't apply to Gara here. So he dies, like I said, almost instantly. So man, and then okay, then we see Naruto's team, because Naruto's team was sent to rescue, you know, rescue Gara after they heard that um, he got. You know, he was in trouble with the Akatsuki. So we see Naruto, and I forgot who else was there. I think it was uh, Mike Guy's team, or I'm not exactly sure. I think it was Mike Guy's team. Um, Rock Lee, Neji, Tintin. Um, I think it was them, if my memory serves correctly. So they was able to, you know, get in the lair of the Akatsuki and rescue Gara's dead body. So they take him and they take him back and he's thanks to Granny Chio. Granny Chio, yes, the same Granny Chio that put Shikaku in Gara in the first place before he was even born by orders of his father, Raza. So seeing Granny Chio give her life in order for Gara to return using medical ninjutsu, man, if that's not what you call coming full circle or poetic justice, however you want to structure it, I don't know what is, man. Yeah, she, now doing that, that was kind of messed up, you know, but she didn't have no choice, her hands was tied. So seeing her, you know, atone for that sin in that way, that, you know, that is cool. I was just like, man, that's cool, man. Respect to Granny Chio, man. That was, but one of the, the moments that really was to shock me was to see how Naruto, how Naruto, before Granny Chio brought him back, how he responded to the death of seeing his friend because 
even though they had the, the legendary the legendary battle in part one, after the battle, you know, Naruto used his most famous attack, his talk no jutsu, and he was able to, you know, become a friend to Gara just off the fact of, yeah, man, we're both has this this burden of being Jinchurikis, you know, so seeing Naruto's emotional response to that, man, that's one that really hit me, really, because before then, I can't remember, we didn't really see Naruto really get that emotional in part one, we didn't really see Naruto get that emotional in part one, yeah, he was a, you know, kid running around painting, painting the Akatsuki heads and doing all kind of troublemaking things around the village to get noticed but he wasn't crying he wasn't you know he was he, he was on the, the swing you know getting depressed like man these people are bullying me like what did i do i don't deserve what what's going on but he wasn't the way he responded to gara's death you know before like, it was just like man he they really hit him man he was like that was naruto's raw emotion that was Naruto's raw emotion. One of the best emotional scenes in all of anime, not just Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. That's one of the best emotional scenes ever, man. Because, man, like, because even Naruto knows that everyone that's a Jinchuriki, they get treated different they get treated like a pariah man they get treated like you know what i'm saying like they not worth nothing so we see this man he didn't even have time to really enjoy becoming the kaze kage before data pulled up on him he didn't have time he didn't have time man he didn't have time so naruto is like he just became he just became the Kazekage, and this how y'all do him. And he was, you know, he even, you know, you know, told Granny Chio to, you know what I'm saying, the 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 shut up, um, you know what I'm saying, you don't understand because you're not a Jinchuriki. You know, and everybody around him was just like, you know, Naruto, like they just didn't believe it. Even the people around him was surprised, like, because they never saw it. They never saw Naruto this raw, this you know what I'm saying, this emotional, so I'm just like, man, I was, I was surprised, but that's how you know, when you, like, when you, if Naruto considers you a friend, you are a friend for life, that's one thing, man, it's like, he, Naruto was one loyal dude, one loyal dude, man, we see how loyal he was to Sasuke, so to see him have that same type of loyalty, for Gara, even though him and Gara was not in the same team, they was from way different villages, but he still cared for Gara the same way he would care for a Sasuke, Shikamaru, or Choji, or you know, what have you. So I'm just like, man, I was just like, dude, this is really affecting Naruto because, like I said, he spoke for all the Jinchurikis, not for Gara. He was speaking for himself, he was speaking for Gara, and all the other seven. You know, so all the other seven, I'm like, man. So after Gara, after Granny Chio, you know, willingly gives her life, 
to bring Gara back using medical ninjutsu. So we see Gara, he comes to, and he wakes back up, and you see the vision of Naruto coming coming upon Gara and touching his shoulder, you know, saying that, you know, when he comes back, he's like, man, now I got, now I got my friend, now I got a real true friend now, man. Now I got a real true friend, and like, I'm, I'm about to be, you know what I'm saying, I got a real true friend that really got my back this time, man. I don't got to worry about, at least when he's around, I don't got to worry about no shysty, no, no snake stuff, no disloyalty, no betrayal. So, and I'm just like, man, seeing how that, you know, seeing how that was in terms of Naruto and Gara's relationship, I was just like, man, that was cool. Naruto having that emotional moment for the sake of Gara, and you see, you know, Granny Chio giving her life, and she bowing out, and it coming full circle with that situation from way back when. So you like, man, you just can't do nothing but be amazed or appreciate the, you know, the writing. You know, Masashi Kishimoto, he's a genius, man. Um, then after the death of Granny Chio, you see a couple days later, we see have her funeral. And after that, you know, Gara, he goes, he's finally back. He's rescued thanks to, you know, Naruto and his team, you know, coming to his aid. He's, you know, brought back to life thanks to Granny. And he goes and resumes his Kaze Kage duties. But that's the arc, man, where we see, like I said, Naruto and Gara's friendship, you know, really coming to its own. You know, really coming to its own. Because after the fight, initially, I didn't know. I knew they were, you know, going to be cool or whatever. But I thought it was going to be like a little whatever. I didn't think it was going to be as strong as it happened to become. And I dang on didn't see the Kaze Kage rescue arc. Like, you know, as the first arc in Shippuden. You know, I was just like, man, did we got to see, you know, so we got to see more of, you know, seeing my boy Gara in the spotlight for this particular arc. So, yeah, man, I was seeing the arc for the very first time, man. It's one of my favorite Naruto arcs of all time. One of my, dare I say, one of my favorite anime arcs of all time. Like, you know, seeing my boy Gara get the spotlight, seeing him you know, go from, you know, this guy in part one is meeting Naruto and Naruto having this fantastic influence over my man. I just loved it, dude. I just loved it, man. You see Naruto's influence spread far and wide, man. Spreads far and wide. And seeing how that was with the arc and seeing Naruto's response to Gara and seeing like, you know, him and Gara, like, man, I just, I was just, for my very first time, I was just like, man, this is, this is a, a great arc. This is a great arc. So, yeah, man, all my 
and all of my Naruto, all of my Gar fans out there. So, man, I got a question to my people. What did you guys think of the Kazekage rescue arc as a whole? You know, what did you think about, you know, Naruto's emotional moment, you know, for Gara? What did you think about, you know, Granny Chio doing doing that for Gara? You know, willingly laying down her life for my man Gara. I thought it was it was cool knowing how it all started with the Shikaku thing in the first place. So I thought it was only right. So man, I just that arc was was pretty good and pretty intense arc, you know, and the stakes was high. And I gotta give, you know, even though he's on the opposite side of the coin, I gotta give Data some credit, man, because him being him being clever in the battle yeah i would say like i said before garl had a little bit of a handicap but you got to give datara credit for being able to be clever enough to exploit that handicap or weakness so you got to give him credit man and datara like i said He's a he's a tough guy and like the Akatsuki, we all know they don't just let anybody in there. You gotta you gotta have some you gotta have some you gotta have something that they want there. So from a power level standpoint, everybody in the Akatsuki is on the is on the you know what I'm saying is on the up and up. So there ain't no so data I give them credit for that for that battle, man. I give them credit. I gotta give them credit, man. And um seeing how it all un- unfolded seeing how Gara, you know, he wasn't afraid of the moment. He knew what the, you know what I'm saying? He knew, but he was, he was still like, man, I gotta, you know, I'm the Kage, so I gotta do my thing. So, yeah, man, I enjoyed it, you know, all around the whole, the whole plot, the whole storyline. Yeah, man. Gara, Gara of the Sand, part three. This is the ending of part three. And now, like I said before, and I'll say it again, I appreciate you guys, all my anime fans out there, for rocking with me. You know, the Variety Pack Podcast. I am your host, Rashad. Catch you guys on the next one, part four. On the next one, I'll be discussing, you know, Gara and the fourth great ninja war, his biggest moments of the war. So, Stay tuned for that. Be on the lookout. So, yeah, man. My boy Gara of the Sand, part three. The Kaze Kage Rescue Arc. Like I said before, I'm your host, Rashad, with the Variety Pack Podcast. I want you guys to have a good day out there. Stay blessed. And I am out of here.